0: Nice. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, my podcast, uh, today is a special day because we are doing it on live Facebook because of uh, these guys, uh, I have Steve yeah. Parker from Sri Lanka, hi guys, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. hey man,
1: great
0: to be here dude. Yeah, it's been a long time, right? I I don't know, maybe yeah. a decade now. We are seeing <laughs> <laughs> more than that. <laughs> yeah,
2: like actually, meeting after like yes. yeah. So
1: how yeah. Are you guys
0: doing yeah, with this, uh, this COVID thing and lockdown and everything? How are you guys uh, coping? How are you guys what 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 you guys been up
3: to?
2: Um, yeah, COVID Did has it? happened, bro. Anyway, yeah go for it yeah yeah so lockdown happened bro but um, thing is like uh, people who are writing the music and all they continue writing music uh, there were loads of music which was released in the local scene especially originals and all and uh, like even for us we just played a gig just before lockdown time and we were focusing on like um, releasing a single and stuff like that elisa and uh, working on a video for it also so we were collecting uh stuff like videos, pictures, stuff like that from uh, friends and like fans who want to send like stuff to us to include in the video, uh, so that was a special video and a song which we were working on. Uh, apart from that, we finished our second track and we sent it to uh, mix and Master. So those were the things which are happening during lockdown for us and we were like working on few collab stuff and things like that also. And uh, focusing on the rest of the tracks, which are going to come into the fifth album, so those are the stuff as a band which was happening to us, apart from that, life happened and work and you know, <laughs> so we uh, everybody's working from home for lockdown, and uh, that happened, so in a way, that was also kind of good. Uh, everyone is safe, no one in a band but but like went bananas with it.
1: yeah um, I
0: mean, is... <laughs> for me because I think just uh, just having you know. Music and you know having a music collection and stuff and having friends who are musicians and stuff. So it's actually keeping me sane because otherwise I will be fucking depressed because you know, with the situation you're stuck at home. Suresh, what do you yeah. been up to? I saw your webinar yesterday and, uh, with uh, with BNS and
4: randir and, and yeah man, that was <laughs> that was pretty uh that was very interesting because uh, there was so many. Uh, personalities from different genres of music
1: right and
4: uh, all all that have ascertained some form of brand leadership through the years uh, all innovators or originators or creators in some form or manner and uh, it was <laughs> interesting getting everyone's input. My son. Uh, during lockdown COVID I've been like I have not had a moment of respite or a breather I've Uh, Because I'm a consultant professionally, so I've been having quite a lot of work during this time. Um, uh, Because leaving the band stuff aside, I'm actually a solopreneur and I'm a creative director and uh, a brand strategist. So uh, I've been getting quite a lot of work. I love working with a lot of new brands and startups and SMEs. So I was blessed to get a couple of overseas clients and also to work with a couple of really interesting clients over here. That aside, Masang, I have my own podcast. Uh, During lockdown, I found out that my podcast was selected as one of the top five podcasts in Sri Lanka. Uh, That genuinely came as a surprise because I didn't think anyone was listening to me, Uh, Masang. And there are a lot of podcasts (laughs) here. There are over a hundred podcasts here with people doing everything from sports, Masang, to meditation and yoga and Kibbala So, uh, there's a lot of topics going around. I, during lockdown, also launched my own voice artistry uh, channel, because I do uh, professional voice artistry. And uh, I do a little bit of acting on the side. I'm not a film actor. I'm a stage, a thespian. Uh, so I like doing creative voice artistry stuff and I, because, you know, I think there's a massive market for it. And I don't think anyone has exploited that market over here uh, where any Sri Lankans really do voiceovers for stuff like video games and uh, proper narration stuff, audio books and stuff like that. There's a big market for it overseas. Yeah. And uh, I launched my voice artistry channel just for kicks uh, and that ended up doing really well. Um, I finished my MBA during this time. Uh, we uh, The last couple of subjects, the modules were in lockdown, masang, so that was a bit intense. Doing the exams and the assignments uh, uh, during lockdown and uh, sorting that out. So, finished that off the bat. But like Tenny said, I think the stigmata and band stuff was the most exciting masang, because uh, naturally, uh, live concerts are hit in a big way, as you know. And uh, it's not just us, I think it's impacted uh, musicians across the board from every genre and style of music. So, one thing about Stigmata that we are blessed about, Channa, especially this lineup, I have to say is that we are all very self sufficient. Um, We're very uh, independent, we've always been as a band, and a lot of our creative uh, stuff with the band, Masang, not just the creation and the performance of the music, but uh, for example, if you take the artwork bro, Tenny is an art director, he does all the designs and stuff. Um, when you talk about a lot of the videography and stuff like that, uh, Tissera, whose router has crashed. Oh, you're back, Tissera. Oh, nah,
2: <laughs> He's back with his um, sexy hair. <laughs> we'll back.
4: So Tissera is a professional videographer, Ma-Sang, and he recently launched his own venture called Evil Cat Lab where he does professional videography and 3D animation and stuff like that. Then we have Hafzal Masang who is the sexiest guy in the band. And,
3: uh, He's between uh, the ladies.
4: Other, other, than being <laughs> other than him being a full-time model, he, uh, he also happens to be a, 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 a gaming enthusiast. And he also happens to be a guy who loves to drive fast cars and he loves to race and stuff like that. But that aside, he's very competent, Masang, with IT infrastructures and uh, a lot of social media stuff as well. And he's a photographer, very good photographer. So, like, and I'm a creative director. So, we really early on, Masang, while a lot of people were kind of stuck and wondering what to do, we prudently managed to figure out, okay... We need to align our business strategy uh, in a pandemic world. And how do we do that? How do we create uh, engagement? How do we create more value and a competitive advantage machang, uh, uh, in this scene? How can we give more value to our fans and our customers? And what can we do in this time? So, uh, actually, it's these three guys they came up with the idea machang, uh, to uh, release a song. And uh, it was these guys' idea, Machang, for us to uh, take every three, four months and release a song, accompany it, with a music video.
1: Right. Uh,
4: because dropping a physical album, Machang, in this time didn't make sense, bro. We're working on our fifth album. And also because it's our 20th anniversary, we felt okay. started recording some stuff. Uh, I think we had
1: a massive
4: break, Machang, and we are blessed. Uh, to have been playing one of our shows last year, my called "No Covers Allowed," and there was this uh, one of the top five producers in the UK called uh, Romesh Dorangoda Single, he's uh, Sri Lankan guy
1: in the UK. He's one of the top five producers overall.
3: Suresh, come back!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Suresh got uh, kind of disconnected. So. So, uh, yeah. th- so, so Tisara, so you, oh, yeah. Sorry, masa.
3: yeah I know he's back. I <laughs>
0: you. Number <laughs> one, yeah. So Suresh, uh, so uh, when I met you guys before, maybe two thousand. You guys are getting stuck. I don't know whether you're
4: seeing me getting stuck, but all of you guys are frozen right now in my screen. We are. Yeah, uh,
0: uh,
2: You are getting stuck, bro. <laughs> I can see each
4: of you. You're like, Chana is like, after like, this is just what this is just doing. I think yeah. okay. so, I can see in the so face. Sorry, Machang. So uh Please, please continue. Please continue. I went mid conversation. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I was just asking. So I was just saying, because I saw you guys maybe 2003 up to maybe 2005, probably. And then yeah. uh, I'm familiar with the earlier, you know, the lineup those days. So I'm I'm I want uh to talk about the new lineup. So Tisara, when did you join Stigmata? Uh
5: I joined back in 2017. Yeah,
0: 2017. Oh. <laughs> so uh did you play what which did you which bands did you play before joining Sigmata?
5: Uh, okay, so before Stigmata I played for a band in Candy called the Crematoria.
4: Okay. So I was
5: the guitarist. I have no lead. idea what
4: was just ask or what
1: happened. You just went for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay.
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead Tisara.
5: <laughs> yeah, so after that I joined Stigmata.
0: Yeah, it's nice to see, you know. Very short. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you guys performing that uh, covers not allowed. What's that? Covers not allowed. Pulse event. No covers yeah. allowed. No, no, allow. no covers allowed. No covers allowed. So it, that was a really amazing performance, right? So Huffy, did when did you join Sigma? Adha? Also around the same time?
6: Uh, yeah, basically a uh, year after Tisra joined. Uh, yeah, in 2018 January, I guess. Yes.
1: So,
0: Suresh, uh, I, I want to talk talk a little bit about, you know, the start of Stigmata. So, I think I first heard about Stigmata maybe 2001 or 2002. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how did you guys started for the people who don't know Stigmata, you know, your early beginnings?
1: Um, yeah.
4: So, we were first called Bleeding Cross. And- and uh, we started in Saint Thomas's College, Mount Lavania, where there weren't a lot of people who listened to rock and metal. There were only two venues for rock and metal in this country. One was called the Den. The other was called the Rock Cafe, mm. and uh, both are not existent anymore. And just a handful of people used to hang out uh, and listen to metal. My understanding is that there was a big rock movement in the 70s and 80s over here, but uh, it died down. In the 90s and in the late 90s the band called Wreck formed which became Independence Square as as you know and Independence Square inspired us in a big way in terms of originality
1: mm. uh,
4: so in school Tenny and I met and we decided to start a band and a short time later uh, we saw Andrew performing at a school event Masang, and uh, uh, we asked him and he joined the band as well. And from that point onwards, we just started rehearsing. And uh, I'll be very honest, Majang, we just started to piss people off and to have fun. We had no no inclination or vision at all Majang, of uh, ending up 20 years later, Majang, becoming one of the foremost uh, heavy metal bands and creative entities in the Southeast Asian region. Yeah. Like we never... If, if you came back then when we were dressed in school clothes, Masang, and we were going for rehearsals and you said 20 years on, you guys would have four albums released, y'all would have two the world. We would have said, "Masang, please, bugger off. <laughs> we're just doing this for fun. <laughs> so, we...
1: Uh,
4: it was a learning curve. It was a do-it-yourself ethic. You know, back then, uh, it was just listening to cassettes and... Uh, CDs and VHS tapes where we used to watch we used to trade and we used to watch uh, uh, concerts, Machang. We used to get live concerts. Uh, everything from Metallic and Maiden. But the two VHS tapes that really impacted us, were Skid Row's, Ose Can You Scream and uh, Pantera's, Machang. There were two VHS tapes. One was the one and uh, the worst
1: cowboys.
3: Okay, you went uh, off again. Point,
1: uh, <laughs> I went off again. Stay, uh, stay in
2: one place. Yeah. Okay. Stay. Stay in one place and off. Uh, Did not get the names mm-hmm. of the VHS. That's
4: that's not how it's supposed to be. This <laughs> thing is not supposed to go when you move. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> we we started we started when we were. Uh, 14, 15 years old. Uh, Some of the songs on our first record and the country's first metal record, uh, Hollow Dreams, were composed when we were just 15, 16 years old. And obviously, they were improved upon later, Mazan. But one thing we had in common was, right from the get-go, we were very excited to play our own music. Even though we were really shitty musicians and we didn't know what we were doing. In fact, in fact, I did not want to be a singer. I wanted to be a guitarist, and my goal was that a certain Tennyson Napoleon would play lead. Ha yeah. ha ha! It happened now, <laughs> didn't it?
2: <laughs> no, after like twenty years. <laughs> I was
4: and I was gonna play rhythm, and we were gonna find a singer. Right. We couldn't. Mm. We could find a singer. Yeah,
1: because there I was no one. Drum, who,
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: There, there was.
4: It. It. It just didn't didn't materialize that way, and I ended up getting the singing and then I thought, well. Since I ended up with this job, I might as well start doing it properly. So um, I don't know. Though that that was the early beginning, and uh, once we started to play more shows and taking things a bit more serious, serious like everyone did back then, you enter TNL on stage, you mm. get to the TNL on stage finals, and that is Machang your that that is the ultimate goal, matang of bands in this country. That is uh, being invited. To play in Madison Square Garden for Sri Lankans. <laughs> that is Machang playing <laughs> Wakan open air Machang. So you lose TNL onset finals and you're like, ammo, mage,
1: maa, <laughs> over,
4: over. Why, why have you done this? Oh God, why have you forsaken us? Anyway, point is, uh, all of those things were learning curves, Machang. We went for those things. We lost those things. Uh, and we learned through time that competitions and awards are not what uh, validate how good you are uh, selling a million records just because you're very popular doesn't mean you're any good justin bieber anyone britney spears anyone mm. so we learned to believe in our art machang we learned to believe in ourselves and to trust in each other and uh, we wanted to tell stories powerful stories and to become Uh, good storytellers and good songwriters and we wanted to be the best live band uh, in Sri Lanka and we worked towards that we worked very very hard Uh, and those were our humble beginnings we really didn't know what we were doing and we were lucky later on to have the guidance and support of uh, Shobi Pereira who uh, was our first producer and engineer on Morbid Indiscretion IEP which you have a lot of people don't and Hollow Dreams as well uh, which is also the first print which you have, which a lot of people don't. Yes. We don't. We don't have hobbies. <laughs> Even I don't have. <laughs> oh. uh, hell, man. So um, that's how it started off. It started off, uh, we were called Bleeding Cross, and then we started to listen to more underground music. And a friend of ours called Shamir Machang, who did the original Stigmata logo uh, mm. for us, and he was in the band for a short period of time. Um, he, and uh, had a lot of heavy metal albums uh, you know, Ice and Nevermore and Tool and uh, stuff like that and uh, we were able to get a recorded a recorded copy with a black and white booklet Machang, of Arch Enemy's Stigmata and right. Arch Enemy's uh, Burning Bridges albums Right. and uh, that was when, Machang it really hit us and we thought Oh. Let's change our name to stigmata because that's so much better. Yeah. Uh, so that's I don't know, that's what happened. Tenny, how do you remember it, Tenny? <laughs> Does your memory go that back?
1: Tenny? <laughs> ah,
4: Tenny. Yeah,
2: that that's pretty close.
0: <laughs> I think it happened. <laughs> Yeah, so so you guys yeah, made yeah, the yeah. band uh, Stigmata based on this album, right? Stigmata from Arch Enemy, right? Oh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah,
4: yeah.
1: That and the movie, Maxar.
4: Yeah, exactly and the movie also happened, yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> and the Warner Brothers movie, the horror movie. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> so I remember the lineup those days. So we had, you know, you had Shehan Gray on bass and then also Andrew... Uh, are you guys keeping uh, tab with these guys? Are you talking to these guys? When did you talk to these
4: guys? You know, recently? Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
4: man. We keep in touch with all. We keep in touch with all our ex, uh, members as much as we can. We don't. Uh, right. Uh, you have to understand, we have grown and matured as human beings also, as adults, as responsible, accountable human beings. Back in the day, when you play in a band and a band leaves, it's like a divorce. girlfriend. <laughs> 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 and say, Mama, to to you. Not ever again. <laughs> all that shit. But um, through time, you learn ma-chang, to look at it to be more mature. Because I mean, how it is, is people change, right? And uh, our passions change and our visions change and our lifestyle changes. And I think for some of these guys, they wanted to go overseas. Some of these guys wanted to start families and they just couldn't figure out how to balance family life while playing music and working. Right. Um, some of the guys who left, left because of egos. I'll be honest with you. That's a big thing in music. I'm sure you know, you associate with a lot of yes. uh, bands and musicians over there. And uh, some just left because along the way, the journey just stopped making sense. And uh, stigmata was never about making money for us. Stigmata was about creating great art. And uh, I I pissed a few people on the panel yesterday, where I kind of said this, and it's one of the things we like to say in stigmata, which is, uh, we never wanted to be a McDonald's or a Coca-Cola. And uh, there's nothing wrong with being Coca-Cola and nothing wrong with being a McDonald's, right? Uh, But we, instead of being a Coca-Cola in everyone's fridge, we wanted to be a fine wine or a rare whiskey in their houses. So, there are far more people who will drink Coca-Cola and no Coca-Cola around the world. Hell, you go to Africa, they'll be having Coca-Cola. But... When you take Masang a whiskey or a wine, Masang, it's it's not for everyone. So, Kenny and I learned that much early on, and I think Hafizal and Tisara have aligned greatly with that because they've also begun to understand that masang. Right. Um, but I think for some guys along the way, they they wanted to do music full time. They wanted to make money. Uh, doing music they wanted to do weddings funerals sorry no one plays funerals I just said that out of <laughs> fun but, but um, they wanted to do weddings and uh, new year things and do all that stuff machang, and pubs and clubs in a very mainstream way and that that, that was not our thing machang. and uh, no grudges we, we respect them for that because that is what they felt they needed to do to uh, find fulfillment in life So, we do keep in touch with them. Uh, Sometimes we hang out with them. Not as much, because all of us are crazy busy and our lifestyles have changed and uh, stuff. But uh, no hard feelings. We do keep in touch with them. I mean, uh, when they come down, the ones overseas like Shehan and all, we'll meet for a drink. We'll meet for a chat. Uh, Andrew, we meet. He's based here. So, we meet him once in a way when the set meets for birthdays. And uh, uh, anniversaries or weddings and that kind of stuff or hen parties. I haven't, sorry, did I say hen parties? Bachelor parties. <laughs> Bachelor parties.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've been at few hen parties. <laughs> I, I've,
4: seen, I've, I've Yeah, I,
0: I'm. I'm friends with Andrew also, so I've been seeing like you know he's been pissing off vegans and you know <laughs> with his post and stuff right on the internet. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Guys, so. When you started, so what were the, like, you you talk about Arch Enemy, but what are the other bands that you uh, really influenced by?
1: Uh, so many? Yeah,
2: matches. so many. Because all the, all the guys back in the day, um, there were five guys, let's say, like, um, let's say, Andrew, uh, Suresh, me, uh, Shehan, and Dilushan. I don't know whether you guys can remember he's he yeah, yeah, one of the first drummers. Yeah. Yeah, so Bertie played drums before him, but after Dilukshan came, only we recorded the Hollow Dreams album and stuff.
4: Ah, why? Anik, you forgot about Anik.
2: Yeah, Anik was there.
4: So uh, he was there for so, a small transition
2: between yeah, yeah. Bertie
4: and uh,
2: Bobby. Yeah, yeah. So but in college, I guess it's like the when we started all the college guys, five guys. there. Uh, yeah. So all of us were listening to uh, different different bands. Like um, some of the guys like more heavier thrashier stuff. Some of the guys like the mainstream stuff like alternative, like maybe Creed or like Linking Park back in the day. Uh some uh, so every, like uh, some of the guys full Pantera, Metallica, Arch enemy. Uh then if you take Andrew and all he was listening to mom's Joe to Satriani Y stuff like that. And then um I guess we were listening to like Flipknot and like stuff like that because Suresh got the first C D uh, original C D of Slipknot and Limbiscit significant <laughs> I can't remember that, <laughs> so those two albums are like on repeat, like for me, like <laughs> So um, I guess back in the day, it was, um everybody had their own influences and um, that was the beauty of it, because uh, not every song also started on in the same, because uh, like for one song, one guy will have a bigger say, in it, like mixing parts in it. Then the other song, like other guy will have more input, we uh, will go in dislike. So we had like songs, like sad songs, ballads, like even Bon Jovi back in the day. we were like heavy Bon Jovi fans. We were all Smith Guns and Roses, like heavy Guns and Roses fans. Uh, Skid Row, uh, then Firehouse. I mean, even if you take all the ballad bands back in the day, like we were like fans of that also, like Poison and
1: stuff.
2: <laughs> no issues. Can listen to all of that. And uh, then even Megadeth, except like Thrash trash lot of like Testament, yeah. uh, or like Overkill. Then uh, melodic bands like At the Gates, like In uh, Arch Enemy. Uh, so thrashers, like stuff like that. And then um, like back in the day, those were the stuff which we were like getting to listen to because thanks to our friend uh, Shamir who had like a. He had a I do not any
1: stuck
0: now. I'm um, stuck. <laughs> Am I stuck? So Ted So who who is yeah. your biggest influences in, in, in uh playing guitar? Yeah, like, that's that's
2: a pretty hard one, bro, because uh, when I started out my influence were like definitely James Hessy. Like I just wanted to like, you know, uh, like uh, crazy, create more for, you know, like learn all the downstrokes and like, you know, just write the riffs, you know, like for the tracks and that's what I was focusing on. Like, I just wanted to have the best riffs in the world like Metallica, you know, like every riff you can remember and every song you can remember, <laughs> you know, like like you can like tell her, like you can, if you tell Metallica or if you take Megadeth, like not to compare both. Like you can tell more Metallica tracks because you remember more Metallica tracks. <laughs> like yeah. it's catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. So, uh, like not to compare both, like both are very different but still, I'm saying, like easily like uh, that is the thing like for me it was about the riffs and uh, especially black sabbath also like i used to listen a lot of black sabbath and like every riff is different and you can remember it so that was like my main goal as a guitarist when i started just to write the riffs and focus on those stuff because at the end of the day I mean, you start a song with a riff and, you know, damn, that's it. That's a hook and then go to the voice section and, you know, chorus, bridge, whatever, right? But everything starts with a riff and it just goes there. They're like My idea, idea was that, like, you know, like, learn to do that first. Right. So if you don't know how to write a riff properly, there's no point, like, you know, going bananas or like solos and stuff like that. So that is, that's all I could do back in the day and that's what I was, that was my interest. Right. So, I would say James Hetfield, like, uh, definitely. Um, and uh, even Arch Enemy, like, when I heard Arch Enemy first, that was, like, a very turning point because every song was melodic and every riff was, like, like super heavy. And back in the day, we yeah. didn't know you could, like, uh, down-tune guitars.
3: Mm. So,
2: we were, like, trying to figure out songs on, like, E standard. And we didn't know you could, like, tune it to E-flat. <laughs>
4: like yeah,
2: we didn't even, even know standards. what double bass was remember yeah we didn't even know what double bass we so were like so we had <laughs> we had to like hire a drum kit and take like, we had, like <laughs> practice sessions of like each fellow's house right maximum we could play like a day a day and a half because the neighbors always call the cops so when they call the cops we go to our next Next band there were no
1: rehearsals.
2: There were no rehearsal studio. <laughs> no yeah. We just enjoyed. the other, other bandmates house, take a room, practice there again, call from there to go to another part house. And we rotate. We had to like hire yeah. a drum kit. Because we, we all stayed in Mount Lovania,
4: ironically, at that
2: time. Yeah, all of us were in Mount, also. That's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had to like hire a drum kit, and it's about, I don't know, right, maybe thousand bucks or something per day. I can't remember the amount. And we had to carry that and go one place to another and in that drum kit we are like waiting for the drummer back in the day to play tick 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 and we are like waiting. Oh bum bag So it's like in one foot and he's like we <laughs> so he didn't know there was double the like double bass and we didn't know if we had to actually get a, like you know double foot and like go tick six tick. Tic tic. so, so it's that uh, like we are yeah. not from the internet era, right? I mean, we are, we are like from magazine era, cassette era. Yeah, we,
4: are we, are like, like we, we are like, we are like, we have no way of
2: finding
4: these things. One CD <laughs> shop, Torana, one CD shop, Torana in yes. Liberty Plaza, where yes. if we are lucky, we will be able to pick up a collective soul or a Van Halen or an aerosmith. Oh. Khala, yes. Thurking, like, they won't know, but they will have a mega Oh. <laughs> like, they will have no idea yeah. how it got there. But <laughs> Metallica
2: or Megadeth, for sure. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. And, and we would be the first people to get it. Like, Torana one day had a killer mall, Metallica. I remember I bought that for Tenny's birthday. I think oh, yeah, I, bought yeah, yeah. It, I bought it for Tenny's uh, 18th that birthday.
2: Yeah, that was the original, man. That that yeah.
0: was a turning point. That was like crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I actually. I, <laughs>
0: because me. Yeah. yeah, I actually have the stuff that I bought in Sri Lanka those days. I still have like kilamol I yeah. got it in Sri Lanka actually.
4: It was a it, very different time, Channa, yeah. back then when we started. Because you have to understand that uh, people felt that rock and metal was taboo. Yes. Okay. And they, that it had this satanic connotations, that it was violent and evil and... You have to understand. We came from an era and a time, Maang, where you couldn't. You your parents didn't want you to say you were playing in a band, right? Uh, so you you didn't say the words rock and roll or hard rock in your houses back then, in 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 the nineties, and uh, you certainly didn't say heavy metal. Mm. So it it was a very different time, as Like we would. Be the only bunch of guys wearing black t-shirts and torn jeans and we'd be stopped at checkpoints we'll, we'll yeah. not be served at even basic kottu places it was a tough time Majan uh, but it's it's beautiful to see how I think us Paranoid Earthling I think maybe early Independence Square a couple of bands Machan really stuck to their guns and help change the lifestyle over here bro I think that is very important not just the musical impact but creating a culture for uh, rock and metal to be accepted as not just a serious and lucrative art form but also for it to be taken serious as uh, like these people are part and parcel of our world our society there are people who look like this and um, that's why Ma-chang, it was such a big deal for me yesterday to be asked to be on that bloody panel bro because uh all those guys, Masang, are like next level successful. When you talk about, uh, and they're all mainstream artists, Masang.
1: Right.
4: So to be in an underground band, uh, to be asked to represent heavy metal and rock and roll, in a panel like that, and bro, they have fifteen thousand people who came to watch. Yes. That, that thing, over fifteen thousand people. For three hours, 15,000 people stayed to watch that, Maang. Uh, so like, I thought it was a great moment, but ma- not not me blowing my trumpet. Ma-san, I thought it was an amazing thing, how it go. It's a testament to show how far rock and heavy metal music has come in Sri Lanka for them to consider mm. one of us to represent a form of music on that panel, Brother. Yes. We are still not played on radio. We are not much. played on TV much over here. I mean, the newspapers, um, the print media is kind to many of us. I mean, radio, if you have a DJ who's a bit more ballsy and uh, likes rock or metal, he'll slip in uh, an original song here, Machang, of either Stigmata or Sacramento uh, constellation or stuff like that. But there's so much of amazing original uh, music here. Chan, I'm sure that you know. And even rock and metal stuff. Mm. So, I think from the way it used to be, that arc and development and growth of where it is today, machang, it it's it's unbelievable, unfathomable. Even where there was concert, I'm sure you remember. I remember you very clearly. Machang. You remember the candy show at yeah. Old Trinity Sports Club. Yes, yes. Uh, the those Those rock company shows. Yeah. And yeah. even at even at 80s club and stuff like that. Uh I mean back then, it was where it was still a Navaralan of for people. Yes. You had the people hardcore into it. And those who are hardcore into it, mung me, mung pisos that in a few years they are going to chop off their hair, chop off their beards, take off their piercings and chains. Um But you know i it's it's amazing how we just stood the test of time and we are 20 years old mm. i mean <laughs> yeah
0: as a as a fan growing up in sri lanka i think the reason i because when as soon as i got the opportunity to go out of the country uh i didn't want her to go back because i i was missing something in sri lanka right it's it's uh, those days unless we go to that you know few of the shows you guys put out there's nothing else for us there's nothing else for us there was a big hole uh, there was something missing so when i came out of the country and you know i felt i found that you know we can you can look you can go to a lot of shows you know there's there's stuff that there's like CD shops and record shops, you can get magazines and stuff, and you know there's a community, bigger community. so I think that's I, I'm really glad to see that Sri Lanka is actually coming coming up you know with that uh, level. so it's actually one of the reasons that i I came here for like one month assignment i never I, it's been uh, thirteen years now, so I never.
4: <laughs> left, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you that right now, the community is so large. There are probably over 40-50 metal bands, island-wide. There are bands from Gampaha now, not just Kanti and Norelia, but Ella, mm. uh, and so many different genres. Uh, not just It's not just a Colombo and Kandy centric thing. You remember a time when it was. Yes. Uh, now, Sidhu, uh, Nikambo. Hell, there are bands in kolonnaru also, I think. And the thing is, it's amazing, because uh, two things I want to talk about very quickly, without boring you guys. One thing is, I think the professional, the level of community, camaraderie now, and spirit of organizing concerts and shows. You have guys like Surya Brothers, you have Moshkrim Rock, those people. You have uh, uh, the Hella guys. You have the stigmata guys organizing shows. Then you have other people. And we are all aspiring, Machang, to organize the best shows possible, bro. Better sounds, better lights, better venues. Give more value, Machang, to the clientele and the customers. Huh? And uh, I think there are more rock and metal shows, honestly, Machang, and until this thing happened, this this outbreak, right? Uh, than we ever had uh, in those days was once a month we went for a Rock Saturday right, right. and uh, right. Clubs, we were lucky the bands that got into the club scene Api, earthling crep cycle handful of us we had to hone our chops every Friday Saturday Sunday for 2-3 years until we got our break right uh, so like there are, I, I want to say thank you much unto a lot of the event uh, coordinators. And back then, you'll have event coordinators who'll throw a show. Hmm. Ah, damo rap actekai, dance actekai, koda, bail actekai, upi DJs, kadala, itapasa damo or a rock band. Dega, podda. Then we have a holistic sound <laughs> we're catering to that's the Sri Lankan mentality, no bro, right? Acha achar wakwa ge, hammer ek madano, hurry. But now. You have rock and metal centric, macha, where the focal point is organizing properly themed rock and metal shows. So that is a uh, that is a major thing, and it's a wonderful thing, macha, that uh, uh, that is kind of happening. There was a second thing I wanted to talk about, and I forgot about it. I'll mention it when <laughs> I remember. It.
0: Yeah, let's go to third. So, this, uh, what are your favorite artists, and who's who's your influences?
5: Um, okay, so I started as a guitarist. So the band which made me pick up the guitar was Metallica. I remember like uh, watching this video clip of them. Uh, it was one of the shows in Korea, and uh, it inspired me. It's like it, it inspired me so much to pick up the guitar. I can remember like after doing all, I wanted to buy the guitar and. Yeah, so uh, that's how I started, and then I uh, got into the rest of the bands like Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, uh, Deep, uh, and okay, all the like all the main main bands. And yeah, so after a while, i I started with pick up uh, playing the bass. So the bands which influenced me as a bassist. Uh, uh, I can mention Black Sabbath, uh, Mudvayne, uh, Iron Maiden, mm. uh, yeah. And those are the main bands All which right. influenced me to be a uh, bassist.
0: Nice. So, Hafi, uh, did you uh, always always play drums or did you try out other instruments? Or what, what, what are your influences? Hafi?
3: I think
1: Hafiz stuck. Yeah. Yeah, Huffy. Yeah. You hear? Hello. <laughs> I don't think he can can hear me? The question Hello. was
6: about <laughs> uh, Yeah, man. I uh, sorry. Just it was not very really clear.
0: I was asking, uh, <laughs> did you play drums uh, or did you try out other instruments before settling on drums?
6: Uh and, not really. Yeah. Uh, my first instrument was the drums. Oh, and okay. that is the only instrument I I play today. Uh, so yeah.
0: So who who are your favorite drummers?
6: Well, so if you take uh, the first drummer that really got in, got me into metal was uh, Chris Adler from Lamb of God. So uh, yeah, it was back in 2008 where I was listening to the album Sacrament, and uh, the the song Walk with Me in Hell kind of uh, influenced me, like, you know, there was this bass, the double bass parts were, like, uh, uh, really fast, and I really wanted to know know more about uh, how, how it's being played. Initially, you know, I thought it was the guitars, which is, you know, the double bass sound, but actually, surprisingly, it was the, the, the drums, the bass, so I wanted to learn more, and that's how, you know, I got, got into the drums, and... He's a really big influence uh, for me and today. Nice,
0: yeah. But you know that Chris has Chris actually left uh, Lamb of God, right?
6: Oh yeah. When I heard that news, it's really sad because uh, <laughs> uh, I I won't be able to see him live with Lamb of God. Well,
4: but Art Art Crows is a pretty good drummer. Oh yeah, yes. Art
6: Crose. Uh, he's really good. Very tight, uh, fast. He he gets it but, on. But-
4: but not Chris's uh, uniqueness, no. Chris oh, that, yeah. uh, The moment you heard Chris, yeah. you knew it was Adler playing, right?
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah. You you can you can differentiate both, but then he has his own styles. Chris's styles was influenced him mostly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So so Suresh, when when uh, you guys release, I really want to talk about this one the video that you guys release, Alisa. So, okay. because even my friends here in the Philippines message me, guys, uh, bro, who is this band? That song is so amazing. So, can you tell me about that, uh, that song, Alisa, and, uh, you know, about the idea to do that uh, video?
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I think, uh, almost twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, uh I I adopted Masang, a three-legged dog called Cornflex, Sorry, Right. And uh, because ten Tenny and I we lived together and uh, um we had a doggy called Poochie first that we saved from the street and then we had a dog called Cornflex. And uh, she got knocked up and she littered. Hari, uh, yagi litter ke, okkamala meruna. There was, there was every, all, all the pups passed away. There was one pup left. And that pup was born uh, blind with no life in the rear legs. Right. And uh, the wet at the time said, uh, no hope. Uh, just give the fellow about a week that it won't survive that pup machang uh, fought and fought and fought like it was the size of a bean machang like batu attack again it was growling Hurry? Mm. and uh, that pup machang somehow ended up crawling and then from crawling it ended up hopping like a rabbit it strengthened its legs and it fought and fought and it regained half of its uh, eyesight machang and that dog ended up Growing up and becoming a beautiful, fiercely loyal dog that any and I both loved. Her name was Alisa Nakamichi. Okay. So, uh, she passed away tragically, Machan, a couple of years ago. Sadly, with uh, a neutering operation that went wrong. The vet screwed up, Machan. Right. And uh, it's a small operation. It, it should not have happened. But... Uh, she passed away, and it hit me in a big way. It hit Tani in a big way because she was such a big part of our lives. And uh, we had just come through a time Machang, where it was a big lineup change, the biggest in our career. Machang, where at the time Andrew uh, left, and the drummer and bassist at the time, um, Taraka and uh, Lakma, left. and. Uh, there was a lot of personal issues going on in both our lives, Tanya and my life. And the new music we were composing, Chandan, we decided that we would hold a, a microscope or a lens Maasang, to writing about more personal stuff. In Stigmata, we have always sung about things that have meaning and things that matter. Uh, sometimes Maasang, things that are personal to us Sometimes things that are social, machang, sociopolitical or sociocultural uh, things. We've, we've, done, we've sung about everything machang, from war and politics to uh, psychological paralysis to people being in comas uh, to loss and spiritual degradation and you name it. But we wanted to focus machang, and write about uh, personal things and actually it wasn't my idea. Tenny composed uh, the music, most of the basic framework and the music and said, this is a song I wrote for Michi. We didn't call her Alyssa; That was her first name. We called her Michi, Mata. And um, it really moved me and it touched me. And it was, I think it was the hardest thing I ever had to do, God, musically to... And I've been around for a while, Mata. I've been involved in theater and like with Stigmata when... Doing four albums in Stigmata Machang, was like living four lifetimes, Machang, if you know what it's like to go through those cycles of composing that music and recording it and playing it live and different lineups and stuff like that, right? right. But Alisa to put the lyrics and to put the vocal melodies and then when Tenny and I presented the song Machang, to these guys, Uh, They made the song complete. They put in their input. They brought in, Machang, their expertise to it. And we composed a song about loss, Machang, because we didn't look at Channa. Some of us don't look at animals as just animals or pets. We look at them as part and parcel of our lives. So it's like losing a best friend or a brother or a sister or a child. And uh, we always write our music in multiple points of view and perspective. So we wanted to write a song, a really touching song about loss and how it's a song about uh, losing someone or something that you love and how you want to try and preserve the legacies and the memories. And how would you do that? Not a traditional run-of-the-mill love song, my heart is broken. But we wanted to really capture the essence of what that pain and what that loss feels like and how how you can't ever feel fill masan that 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 emotional loss and that gap with anything in your life and we composed it, yes, for Alisa Nakamichi, but then we felt that we will because we've all had pets and i I have and I've had so many dogs and cats Masha, that I've lost we felt that we would dedicate this as a tribute to all lost pets Masha. that's when we came up with the idea uh, that let's do a music video but let's do something really cool where we don't feature anyone in the band in it because then the sincerity and the authenticity of it is lost instead we will ask people around the world not just fans, not just metal fans and stigmata fans but anyone around the world who has lost Machang, a pet, be it a bird, a hamster, a mouse, a snake, a cat or a dog or a rooster or anything to send in Machang, their pictures or their videos that we will immortalize the uh, legacies and the memories of these lost pets. And one thing led to another and that's that's where it came to be. So uh, it was Tenny's idea, Machang, who we planted the seed of wanting to write a song in her name, uh, I, I gave whatever input I could. I think it was really Hafsal, Tissera and Tenny who really put the music together. I put the vocal melodies and the lyrics, really. And then a the lot of us came up with the idea, Machang, to uh, uh, do this music video and to ask people to send clips. And th- we didn't know how the reactions would be. But it was unbelievable, Machang. I think there are over 200, 300 pets in that video. And it's so... Uh, like anyone who truly has ever had a pet, bro, I have only heard from them that they can't watch that video, that it brings them to tears and it breaks them down. It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, and it's it's the same for me. It's our music video. I have not been able to watch it more than three times, Macha. I can't. Mm. I I end up a mess. I end up like Rose from the Titanic, Mata. <laughs>
3: it's
4: it's it's not, not uh, it's not a joke. So. So it's a very personal song, but I think it's very powerful because I think it's a personal song, not just for us, but it resonates, muchang with people around the world. And and it's a beautiful thing because I don't think too many bands and artists have ever thought of writing about something like this, Machang. You, you know, there are rumors like, you know, Fluff from... Uh, Black Sabbath, uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. That's my favorite Sabbath record. I think that was 1975 or 76. There are theories that that song is best, that instrumental Tony Iommi wrote for a DJ whose nickname was Fluff. But then there are rumors also that Sabbath never admitted that it was about a pet that they lost. And I know, my son, that people like Ronnie James Dio Mm -hmm. was a person who never shouted about it. But he's a person, Machang, who adopted strays. He's a person, Matsang. There are pictures, I'm sure you've seen, where he visits the pound and he's inside He's inside the kennel, Machang, with dogs and cats. And 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 like him, there are so many people in the metal community. I mean, you would have seen that shoot, Machang, where Testament Slayer and uh, the Anthrax guys did, where they are to adopt puppies.
1: Mm.
4: Shakshal Diner loved one of his favorite T-shirts in, in the world to wear was uh, this plain T-shirt with cats on it, Masa. <laughs> and in interviews they kept, I, I've seen these interviews where they're like, "You aren't you afraid that it'll, it'll ruin your image? And he says, why? We are not sadistic and we have nothing against animals. Focus on the music. Focus on the music, not rumors. And you know that's something Shaldana always used to say. Let it be about the music and not the rumors and what he meant by that is all these associations, yes, there are images that we maintain, and to be controversial. Some do it to show that they're darker. Maybe they have an anti-establishment or a satanic image or they have um, uh, a different different controversial outlook, much, to their imagery and the music. That is the music we do, much. But it doesn't mean that we are not human at the end of the day and that we are necessarily cruel and we are not in touch with I mean, we are... Look at Gojira, Machang. Gojira yeah. is one of the flag bearers in the world, Machang, about the carbon footprint, no? And yeah. about uh, shouting and screaming about uh, uh, environmental change, Machang, and how, uh, you know, uh, climate change, how it's an actual thing. Yeah. Alyssa, of Enemy, uh, Machang, She she's not only she a foremost spokesperson and a vegan for that community, none of us are vegans in the band, by the way, but... Uh, Alisa is also someone who again machang, talks a lot about uh, how farming and how like uh, savage butchery and how all of that the uh, slaughter machang, of like animals and how the dairy farms and how that impacts the carbon footprint, how those things work. So what I'm trying to say is machang, there are a lot of people just because we are yakada yakas
1: <laughs> does
4: not mean machang, that uh, we we don't have an element of sensitivity and emotion. It's not... You don't have to be cheesy, Machang, in order to talk about something that matters. Everything right. you sing about in a metal band doesn't have to be darkness and death and necrophilia, Machang, and, you know, having sex with your ex-girlfriend's corpse. By the way, uh, big typo-negative fans. And we love that <laughs> album, Bloody Kisses. Yeah. Uh, so Suresh, yeah, my friend uh, who's watching the Facebook uh,
0: feed, Carlito Bonaventura from from Manila, he's saying, I love you, Alisa Video. I love dogs and music and it made me cry. Thanks for making that happen. And uh, he also has a message for you guys. Hope you guys can play in Manila sometime when things get better.
4: Oh. oh man, <laughs> that's awesome! Man. Thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you yeah. so much. It's, it's a dream of ours also to play in the Philippines. Uh, one day we've always wanted to, and when this whole COVID thing is over, we are pretty sure now that uh, Channa is going to be our official agent and get our asses over there. Isn't
0: that true, Channa? <laughs> yeah, we did, we did started, uh, we did doing shows. So we started doing some shows from last year. Uh, we had a couple of shows uh, from Singapore. They came here, but now that uh, we were trying to do another another event this year, but uh, you know the situation now. So let's see, 2021 probably we can do another show. Nice, nice. <laughs> Suresh, Amazing. I Suresh, Tani, I want to ask you about this album, this one, Hollow Dreams, and yeah. Oh my! About <laughs> you to, have those. <laughs> Uh, your memories of you know recording this stuff and you know yeah. putting out those albums, uh, yeah, what do you remember about this? Can you talk a oh. little bit about that?
2: Uh, yeah, basically, we were in a school uniform <laughs> carrying guitar amps and guitars and going to uh, Uncle Showby's studio. That's- Okay, kohu wala. Kohu wala. Sohan and the experiments. We used to call him Uncle. Yeah, Sohan and the experiments, they had a studio and we go there and we used to call Shobi Uncle Shobi when we were in college. You still can call him Uncle Shobi. But... No, we started
4: off calling him Mr. Shobi and as the relationship got better, it became Uncle Shobi and then it became Shobi and then it became Bro and now it's Macha. <laughs>
2: I mean, We were just in, uh, we just collected the uh, canting cash, uh, all the guys in the band, right? Uh, we collected our canting cash and put it together and when we have enough cash to go and record to the studio, we head to the studio in our uniform, carrying our amps and guitars and stuff like that. And we go and like, I can remember we were trying to record and the sound was really bad and we're like, why is it sounding so bad? Why is it sounding like Creed? Or like you know, the guitar sounds so bad.
4: <laughs> like I can't get that sound. And you know. Oh, and so and bad. also how we were trying to record. Also how we were trying to record two three songs in one day. Everything. Yeah,
2: and in one right. day. Yeah, yeah. And we we didn't even have a guitar amp. Like we had one guitar amp, but we, we tried recording straight, and then that sounded like something from like I don't know like 17 like a video game or something like like the guitars are like so thin we just plug it to the we had a we had a bass amp which we used uh, like it, Andrew had an amp I have it here actually it's called it's called a rock amp it's a bass amp and we recorded all our guitars on that bass amp and to this day everything on those two albums are recorded on that rock amp a rock Bass and which is my existing recorded, and I had a Boss DS-1 there was those orange color things uh, but the orange vessels. color pedals Butter pedals So like very hardy ones I, I just had one of those to record all my guitars and stuff like that uh, And uh, back in the day only Andrew had an electric guitar uh, So I didn't have electric guitar I used to practice on box guitar And uh, he used to have an uh, electric So uh, I think hollow dreams we recorded around three times uh, all over again. like in three years I don't know whether it's three years but in like every six months we are going into the studio and we are listening to it and we are like oh my god that sounds so bad <laughs> because to be honest we didn't we didn't like until we went to the studio we couldn't even play our instruments to a metronome uh, our drummer couldn't play to a metronome um, this was like way,
1: way yeah.
2: ages ago there was nobody to tell us okay if you're a musician you need to start practicing with a metronome if you're going to a studio it's very important to use a metronome Hello. so that you can record your tracks properly like we had no idea and like to be honest I don't know how we recorded these albums. <laughs> uh, like uh, I think it was such a crazy moment because we were living in Mount we had to go to uh, Kohola. So sometimes, like we are like carrying our stuff, walking towards the because well, uh, <laughs> we don't have cash for a tuk tuk or like, stuff <laughs> In the night, there uh, we call one of the tuk tuk guys, pay him later. <laughs> and sometimes uh, Andrew's dad dead uh, picks up picks us up. Like you know, we are like why, like, like, why the, first we the, f- <laughs> the first day we went by The
4: first day we went, drove us back home, Macha.
2: Oh yeah, in the night we finished the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Uncle Shubhi dropped us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, and I'll never forget because he and it's cool because he used to convert it. What we recorded that then we used to listen to it in his car while going back. When he, yeah. and, and he used to always say us tell us, You boys are y'all are crazy buggers, man. Where does the producer drop the band back home? <laughs> and, and we are, and yeah. we are small buggers, right? So he's dropping each of us in our houses. We are like 16,
2: 17, you know, in school uniform, you know. <laughs> Do you know anything about recording?
0: No? Yeah, one of my favorite songs out of that, uh, I I like the Hallow Dream songs, all the songs, but one song that is always, you know, I even play now is Andhura. Oh, nice. Yeah, you
1: know.
0: yeah, so that was a
2: crazy one, bro, because um, like all the hollow dreams tracks, uh, Suresh he 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 had box guitars back in the day, he had about three box guitars, huh? <laughs> uh, so uh, he's the one who wrote all the hollow dream stuff, like all the melodies, like everything was there. So Andrew came, he just jammed on, he wrote all the solo stuff. Then, according to the solos, I had to put some chords, and most of the songs, I would I would say. Somewhere down the line on I mean, a like A minor or something because that's the only chords I knew how to play. properly. A minor, F G A minor, F#G. You know, somewhere closer to that, right? On a box guitar, I used to practice. That's the only chords I knew. Apart from that, uh, one of the independent guy guys he showed me, okay, these are power chords. So then we got to actually learn about ah, okay, so you had to to get that metal sound. You need to put some distortion and play power chords. So then only you get that sound like this. And then you farm music, right? So then those are really wrong, bro. So Even those are you like, why isn't it sound like, you know, like a creep track or like a Metallica or like... Like, Remember we, we had,
4: were, remember we we were like, kids, man. We, we, had we no kids, bro. None of us, had, like, none of us came, came from no musical about, backgrounds, macha. None yeah, of us came of us from, us from was, backgrounds <laughs> where... Like normally, macha, in yeah. the music base here in Sri Lanka even... You have a generation or two of musicians in the family, Masan. Right. Like, any Andrew and I, Masang. <laughs> like, okay, my grandma was the only, my dad's ma, ma- mom was the only one, Masan. Uh, to my knowledge, had any musical uh, talent in my family. She, she was the first organist right. in a Methodist church in Sri Lanka, Masang in Nigam. Other than that. Tenny also, I don't know. Background, Andrew
2: also. No, definitely. I think my mom played some keyboards when she was, um, like when I was really small. But then, I don't think I can play keyboards. Like to this date, man, I can't play anything apart from a guitar and maybe a bass, like little guitar drums, maybe. I can't play keyboards. I get scared when I see those white and black lines going there. Like, oh my God, all of them look the (laughs) same. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, going back to the memory part, um, that was crazy because we uh, there was a play which was happening, bro, back in the day. You know, Delon's play. Mm.
1: Um, Thicker than blood. About,
2: uh, Thicker than blood. The play was called yeah. Thicker than blood, and that I can remember Thicker than blood, Rick. Uh That was that song was specifically we were focusing on writing for that uh, play. Like he that he, time he dying in sleep. Right. Yeah, that dying in sleep. So, both those tracks are basically looking for that play. And I guess, you're like one of the first metal or rock bands to actually get a chance to compose for a play. I mean,
4: yeah. For a play. For a play. And mind yeah. you, he mm. won the Gresham Awards uh, for that play, for the script. And he also yeah. was one of the few Sri Lankans invited by the London Theatre to perform the production. Masa. And uh, we 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 did the soundtrack. So other than thicker than blood and yeah. dying winter sleeps, we also did the instrumental music throughout the play, right So the play starts with thicker than blood, and the play ends with dying winter sleeps. That's how we did it. Yeah, right. So uh, we we composed those songs for the play, and they turned out so well that we decided we will include those songs on the album, masa. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's
2: how that's how it happened. So um, even. Uh, Andhuram, talking about Andhuram, that was like, I can remember going back. We were in Suresh's room, like I was living in Suresh. Uh, no, not, after... not my
4: place, Andrew, Andrew's balcony, Templar's Road.
2: Yeah, yeah, Templar's Road. And then I can remember jamming in the room also because it's either Andrew's place or Suresh's place. He's like come together and uh, like it's crazy. Like it's not just one jam, you just jam several times and figure out, okay, what's going to work, what's not going to work. And uh, best thing is, like, every time we jam, sometimes it sounds different. <laughs> Most probably because we didn't know how to keep, like, remember part. <laughs> we we're playing, playing, playing for like half an hour, then we're like, ah, somehow this stuff sounded nice, you know? But, um, okay, let's try again. Then another half an hour, we're like jamming, and then we can't remember what <laughs> <laughs> happened. So that's how, like, sometimes it, it goes. Uh, because we were not like disciplined musicians, like, okay, let's remember this one minute. Then record it somewhere on a casual so, <laughs> so like that jam happened like so often, and then finally we had to decide, okay, we're gonna call it something, and it sounds kind of cool. We're gonna do it our way, and yeah. that would be really cool because that would be like the first idea of something Sri Lankan, which happened uh, with a Sri Lankan kind of a influence and a tune and a groove to yeah. to be honest. And to this day, I mean, that song is on three chords: just A minor, F, G. I mean those are the three chords I knew to play back in like new to play back in the day. And even the solo and everything just fell perfectly fine in the three chords. <laughs> that was magical, you know? <laughs> so actually um, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Danny.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that jam to this day loads of people like young guitarists to like most some bands to like even even guys who play keyboards sometimes um even like you know, even different instruments they do their own rendition of you know that Andhra inspired kind of a part. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like instrumental wise, something happened there. You know, like. Uh, Danna,
4: I think even, it's yeah. I think it's the most uh, covered, our version yeah. of Andhra. Our yeah. version of Andhra, never yeah. Andhra isav.
2: <laughs> Andhra version <laughs> of
4: the <Gajabab laughs> Right. Uh. Yeah. And Andura Machang is yeah. probably, I, I would say that that and Voices and Lucid are probably three of the most covered songs, Machang, uh, in this country across any genre where people use it for talent shows, they use it for jingles, all kinds of shit. We never get credit. And Andura Machang, people have got married to that shit, bro. They've <laughs> they've walked in for andura Machang. Also, uh, Hopefully, he didn't get divorced. Also. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I think that's extinction. I think that's extinction. But, <laughs> but um, what I want to say is, Andhura was also used by Kumar Sangakar for his final one-day international cricket match For when he walked uh, into the ground. Thank God. Not not when he got out and walked out. When he walked into the ground, uh, they played andura So, that he says, had a massive cross cultural uh, impact, Machang. And uh, I don't know, man. It, it annoys the living hell out of Teddy yeah. and me sometimes because
6: there is
4: <laughs> there is more to stigmata, so much more to stigmata than uh, uh, Anduran. But right. uh, we know people love it. We know people enjoy it. I guess it's like Black Sabbath and Paranoid, right? Or
1: like, yeah. Or like,
2: I guess it's like. Oh, yeah, Paranoid. In, we love Paranoid. Like,
4: <laughs> Oh, it's like Led Zeppelin and Stairway to Heaven where you remember at one point Led Zeppelin boycotted Stairway to Heaven you remember like how the West was born at one point like at shows yes. like even BBC they were like we are not playing Stairway to Heaven we are not playing to right? So we are so we are happy at the song's success but I think our trepidation over it is Maksan, that maybe there is a, uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of people who have not Open their hearts and minds outside. andura uh-huh. like, uh, machang the amount of people we meet where like machang, machang, andura maru ah machang, andura andurra machang. Up a jam mekam machang, machang. machang? 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 This andura that andura this, and and then some buggers will be like, machang me uh, andurra bage tawa nambey ka kare nae ne. like oh Jesus Christ, listen to jazz theory listen to something. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so we are. We are happy uh, that the song has uh, done so well. And like Teddy said, I think that was, it wasn't the first time, Machang, that we experimented with singlies, baila rhythms and percussion. We did that much before when the band started. Right. In fact, one of the first articles we got, uh, our first big show was at the Rock Cafe, Machang. I remember. Mm. We had 200 odd people, scared the living hell out of us because we thought only our friends would turn up for that show.
1: Right, and
4: yeah, uh, yeah. we started that show with Last Resort, Paparowatch, <laughs> right? And uh, we did Voodoo by Godsmack and we played a couple of originals and all of that. Yeah. And I remember we did a uh, instrumental a Maachang, with, a, with a Baila part and a Papare part. And the journalist is actually an old Thoman, Shanaka, Maachang. Shanaka Amrasinghe, who's also the man who first gave stigmata any exposure on radio. He took our songs Fear and Redemption. Uh, way before Hollow Dreams and Morbid Indiscretion and gave it to TNL Radio Machan, to Tracy and Kishani and they played it. Um, um, and the article he wrote, he said, and I'll never forget it, he said, these guys have a long way to go. The singer has to work on his singing.
1: Uh,
4: these guys have to figure out what they're doing, how to tune their instruments. Uh, it's good if they can find a drummer who can drum. And... Uh, but one cool thing is, it will be interesting to see where this so called baila rock, baila metal thing can take them. Right. And that sentence, Machang, uh, it kind of stuck with us and it stayed with us. And
1: yes. whenever
4: we composed stuff, we always thought, okay, we don't have to go overkill and do it in every song. Like, you know how Sepulteura are renowned and they had a big influence on us for having their Brazilian beats and percussion right yes but they did it within limits and they did other stuff so even we felt right what we're doing let's be the first Sri Lankan band and let's be one of the first bands in the Asian region to be proud of our own sound I'm not going to sing in single because I can't do that uh Tamil, because I can't do that, and they're both beautiful languages. But I am a guy who believes Mhasa, that you have to sing stuff by learning the dialect properly. I don't come from this school of thought. Even yesterday, some people were saying, You know, I have an accent when I sing in Singhalese, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want uh, it to sound unauthentic, it has to sound proper, like it's coming properly. I love opera. I love singing theater stuff. Macha. I love people like Andrea Bocelli and Placido Domingo and Pavarotti and people like that. And I love it. Italian is one of my favorite languages. It's a very rich language. And of course, I like mafia movies. So, uh, so, but I don't, I am not comfortable macha, to sing in Italian with stigmata because it's, it's not a natural thing. Macha. But musically, yes, we can do that. Because it is in our blood match okay DNA we have uh, those baila beats we have the one-num rhythms we have those arrangements machang, those those pada uh, all those things in us right because we can go to a big match any of us any school we go to a big match or a cricket match and we hear the paparate gets us going after a few drinks no <laughs> yes <laughs> we think that is there in our bodies you so it was, I think, tennis actually, the one who actually said, listen, let's uh, call it pure Sri Lankan metal. And I said, I'll never forget that. Where Andrew and I were like, why? It sounds like pure Sri Lankan team. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so these. Uh,
4: yeah. tennis and tennis, like, that's that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Tisara and Hafi, so you guys joined, uh, you guys had to learn all these old uh, songs, right, for the shows. So, um, how is that? Because <laughs> I... <laughs> Good question. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: uh, kind of...
6: uh, yeah, that's pretty bit challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Especially uh, Psalms of Conscious Martyrdom and uh, Aesthetic Paradox. Those two albums were pretty. Pretty, uh, I mean, challenging, but really fun to play. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the, my favorite song is uh, "Idle Mind" from uh, Aesthetic Paradox. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the 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 fold albums uh, in Hollow Dreams. Uh, yeah. So we had "Lucid." "Lucid" is my favorite, and uh, in uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That, it was a bit challenging. <laughs> yeah.
0: How about you, Tishara?
5: uh So I think most of the songs that we thought at uh, when we started learning the songs, uh so they sounded like pretty easy to learn, but uh, they weren't. Like they were like very <laughs> small parts, it's great detail, and uh, it was. It took a little time to get all the parts like perfect yeah. so I don't think that none of the songs are simple like even the earlier ones
6: well Tenny uh, was a big part of uh, you know teaching us uh, the instruments and how it was you know, in terms of uh, how it should sound uh, so big thanks to Tenny for you know uh, teaching us the the parts how it should be <laughs> but you know <laughs> That's okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, listening to uh, Stigmata, I, it was my first live band, and I was really, uh, you know, inspired by uh, seeing them, uh, just like you, so uh, joining them was a big uh, part of my uh, drumming career, basically, so, and then to learn the songs, uh, yeah, cool, cool stuff.
0: You mentioned the Idle Mind, uh, the song Idle Mind. I saw the video. That is
4: a a great video, Suresh, right? Yeah, amazing video, Machang. Done by uh, Randy Chris uh, from Meraki United. Mm. And uh, that video was done, Machang, uh, because we released the song. We entered an online competition, Machang, hosted by a bunch of people called Channel Fix that are American based. Yeah. And uh, they had a thing called the Asia Video Music Awards, Masang, Where they had, they had like thousands of people entering for it from around Asia. Every genre. It's not a rock and metal based thing. And Amma uh, we ended up winning that matcha. What do you know? We finally won something.
1: <laughs> and
4: uh, uh, we won it. We got some good prize money. We got Masang, That we would you believe it? Chandra? so many years in the industry. And we had to win the Asian Video Music Awards to end up on Sirasa News. On Channel 1 News, brother. <laughs> we <were> on. <laughs> so, there would have been people around the world in their homes, macha, watching news that evening. And suddenly, who? Who what? are these guys? How do they make it? Right? And, uh, but that's a, that's a great video. We, the, the four of us, we came up with the concept for that based on the lyrics and the uh, uh, the music and everything, and told Randy, and then he took it from there. It's it's amazing, channel. Like it's such a next level uh, video, brother, in terms of uh, the animation, how it is. But it's such a sad thing. How it has not got. I mean, sure, we won the awards. It's not got the recognition and publicity due, in this country. It's it's a sad thing. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go out and say. It. You'll have idiots making music videos with two girls making out near a waterfall or some bloody foolish woman cutting a sausage in a kitchen. And that gets a million views machang, in 24 hours. Here you have one of the most artistic... Forget stigmata. Forget metal. Just the value of that video. Like, uh, I think it's such a proud thing for... Our country must to have a talented bugger and to have talented people like Randy machang who who worked and collaborated with the metal anthem machang to create a video like that uh, I just wish it real that a lot more people uh, got to see that bro I, I'm sad I' mean sure it has about I don't know eight or nine thousand views on YouTube but um, I think more people deserve to see that it's 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 a it's a great innovative thing, Masa, that video. Yeah. One of our best. <clears throat> so
0: guys, so doing uh, you know five albums and then uh, so what's next for Stigmata Suresh and Tenny, a- anyone can answer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: fifth album <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alisa is yeah, the fifth yeah. album. Yeah. So when is uh, yeah. any any
1: idea when it will? Be Boys, out? you all take this one.
2: I can see your backy. Oh, no, no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. You you broke off. Okay, okay. <laughs> can you hear, okay. So what's next is actually when well, the other guys have been working really hard on the tracks and all. We like completed uh, several tracks for the album. There's like only one track which is pending which we have to like complete uh, music wise. Um, but everything is already like composed now we are just playing around with some of the arrangements and stuff like that Uh, already the second track for the album now yesterday night we got the mix for it (laughs) and all of us are like blown away we are like holy crap for (laughs) moly because Romesh has done an amazing job with it and it sounds like for us it sounds amazing like killer like better than we thought like i don't know like over the expectations of like i don't know like hearing like we compose the track right all all the guys play compose track and end of it we are hoping that we can make it sound better but now we are hearing the end product like how it is and we're like oh if only i practiced every day like million times now <laughs> because the everything else is going to sound just Crazy production-wise, like the performance also had to be like a million times better, <laughs> like, right. like that. But 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 everything is sounding super. Even the performance is like super. I'm just saying, like if I had more time to practice, I would have practiced more and like you know recorded. But everything is just crazy. Like did you hear I can't, all? I can't believe it. all of it. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can everybody hear it? Like okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So, so we're like over, like I don't know, over, like I don't know. I'm like over the moon after hearing the mix for the second track, especially. And uh, I'll, I'll let Tisara tell what he thinks about, and then Harfi what he thinks about. Because for once everyone is like, yeah, man, <laughs> sounds like <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them let them talk about what they think about the mix about the second track. So, yeah. Uh,
1: Okay?
6: Uh, okay. okay. so
5: I shouldn't uh, say the name, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. I mean, yeah,
2: you should say the name. <laughs> should yeah, not You can, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Okay. Yeah, pamban. Some people
3: know. No, okay.
5: So the second track uh, is. What? Basically. Everyone's getting stuck now for me. I can't see
4: here. Anything. Okay.
5: Okay. So, the second Hello. track, uh, we are going to release.
4: Is it me you're looking for? Can hear you, Suresh. <laughs> can you hear
0: me? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I think Suresh is kind of stuck. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, go, okay. go, bro. Go
5: ahead. Okay, so, uh, so, the second track that we are going to release is... Uh, Sacred spaces. And uh, it's it's a fun track and it's it has like so many elements that I don't think that has uh, have experimented earlier.
4: Not just Stigmata no. man, I don't I I don't think most bands will have so many elements in an album. Wait, I just came into this conversation. Are we talking about sacred?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about sacred.
4: Oh, sex. thank god. Yeah. I thought yeah. I just <laughs> came in. I, I, I felt like I crashed the wrong party all of a sudden. <laughs>
5: yeah, so <May>. yeah, <laughs> he
3: said,
4: hey, that's all. So, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, um, yeah, I want to really, really mention this. Ma-chang. So, we are working on our fifth album, okay? We would like. Everyone who's not familiar with us, please check our official uh, YouTube. Uh, Please check our official Instagram. Uh, We recently hit 1K uh, followers. We're very excited about that. Um, Facebook collectively, uh, I think we have about 50,000 followers between our group and our fan page. So we are on all these platforms and uh, forums. Please, please uh, check. Check us out. If you're hearing a sound like little bats shouting, that's because I have a litter of kittens in my room. (laughs) Right. And the mummy is just giving milk. Anyway, just ignore that. Uh, Anyway, it's been pretty good so far. My dogs and cats have been behaving like champs here. Um, So, we're working on our fifth album. It's a very personal album. Very unique album, Machang. There are six or seven songs. I'm hoping there will be seven songs actually because of that number seven. Uh, there are six songs done. I'm trying to get these monkeys to work on one more song. I think it will happen. Uh, and um, we're really blessed, Machang. like I mentioned before, when I got cut off, to be able to work with an international renowned producer, Machang. He's Grammy-nominated. Uh, he's also been nominated for the Heavy Music Awards and a lot of other stuff. Ramesh Dorangoda in the UK. He's worked with Motorhead, Machang, Bring Me the Horizon. That the guys who are not into metal, there isn't a band called Motorhead Machang, okay? So, let me reset that. Uh, Motorhead, yeah. Bring Me the Horizon, Funeral for a Friend, uh, Earth-Tone Nine, Architects, a lot of bands. And um, really blessed Machang. Also, very special thing, Penny and Tissera. Uh, opened uh, a home studio. It's actually Tissera's. Tenny collabed and gave Brainstorm gave him the idea as well. But I mentioned earlier Evil Cat Lab uh, which is where we record our guitars and bass pro for this. Mm -hmm. All drums and vocals we are recording at a new beautifully built studio called Pearl Bay Music. Um, And so we are uh, grateful to be able to track the uh, vocals and drums for that much. And then based on the requirement we send it overseas uh, to Romesh to mix and master Machang he's been doing a phenomenal job so Alisa was done by him this new one Sacred Spaces is also done by him um, and we have plans Machang to release some new merch we have some special things because as a band we always do limited merch so that it ends up becoming like a collector's item and we've always been next level bro and revolutionary uh, in our merchandise like I think we're the only band Metal band in the world to have a pack of cards playing cards that we did for tap matcha mm. uh, shot glasses we did branded shot glasses we've done everything that arm cut that Tissara is wearing right now looking like a sexy Keanu Reeves uh, from Sri Lanka uh, was done designed by Tenny done by us. So like that, we have a lot of stuff planned. We've partnered with some very special people. we partnered, partnered with uh, a clothing brand called Empire Clothing Machang, which um, they're entrepreneurs. They're a clothing brand based here in Sri Lanka and we've tied up with them where they're designing and doing our merch because this is our 20-year anniversary this year. So for the 20-year plan, we have tied up with a bunch of special people. We've tied up with uh, the gig organizers here surya brothers machang were are sponsoring our album uh, that is how we have been able machang to collaborate with romesh and work with Ramesh. we have to thank him as well and everyone from people like yasmin and decibel machang to uh, all the people bountiful people here we have to make give special not to uh, sanjeev niles classical baritone over here and mikhail machang also known as bacon who is a fantastic uh, solo artist in the UK and they've given us honest feedback for our music and our stuff and another guy called Deuce who is over here who is a close friend of ours who's had our back like throughout so I know this is not the time much to be thanking everyone but I just wanted to do that because we'll forget once you say yeah, yeah yes. guys you have anything yeah. else to say before we go and then we'll be like um, um. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, guys, I
0: want to get a get your reaction. I have I have couple of albums here. I want to get your reaction. Yeah. So this yeah. one. Wow! Nice. I
2: designed. <laughs> I designed that one on the left. And right. I think, you designed the one on the left. Uh, yeah. Left. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. This uh, <laughs> crazy. I can't yeah. believe you have this, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
4: These are special albums you have. I, I, I yeah. think they were probably only... Timeless. Yeah, man. They're probably not more than 3-4,000 uh, copies printed of both, Macha. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so the first, the first Rock Company compilation has Extinction. And yeah. uh, that's like the heaviest song on that. And then for the second Rock Company compilation, while everyone here decided to go heavy, we decided to go reverse and we put... Lucid. The acoustic version of Lucid. Lucid yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's uh that's a nice and then uh what's your
4: reaction to this one?
2: Well <laughs>
4: yeah. That's one of our favorite albums actually. Yeah, man. That, yeah. That's I one song it. we have we have covered here and we even covered overseas. When we played in yeah. Malaysia, right? we played uh uh, a, a festival called uh rockstorm It was a three-day festival, over Over thirty, forty bands, uh, with bands from the island, Singapore, all over the place, And oh, an Australian band, also world. hardcore band, called Carpet. Uh, and we we uh, had a badass uh, work cover version of Painkiller, and also Death's. uh Avenger of Humans. of Humans, or yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So actually, I was I was able to get this uh, signed by. Uh, Holford, Because I was able oh. to <laughs>
4: <laughs> Machan, don't, don't bring your albums uh, here if you ever come to Sri Lanka.
0: Leave it back here. And then
4: this one. I, <laughs> I think you, you know, you guys used to play Whoa. these songs, right? <laughs> I hope someone took yeah, yeah. a screenshot of all of us uh, from your phones, guys, so we can post this up. I will, I will send you the clips, uh, Suresh. Monkeys. and Yeah. <laughs> what is going on?
0: <laughs> and then the last one. I know this is a big influence to you guys. Oh, beauty. Yeah, even Suresh.
2: Suresh is still, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big because fun, uh, fun. big influence.
0: Yeah, Jeff Loomis is now playing for Arch Enemy. So I, I, last time in uh, Bangkok when he played in wow. Bangkok oh actually i i think i i got to i i heard the names of nevermore and Earth and uh or all, all these other bands actually from you guys when you guys started uh you know in in your shows you always talk about nevermore ither arch me right yeah <laughs> so nice bro. Yeah. yeah, I think we did the thank yous already. So, any message to the fans? Uh, and also, anybody that is uh, discovering you from the Philippines, Singapore? Any message to them, guys? Uh,
1: yeah, any yeah, man.
4: <laughs> like, like you, guys, you guys, I think in Singapore and Philippines, you guys have amazing talent. And uh, you guys have amazing sense of musicianship and uh, you guys are very open-minded to uh, music that is around the world and uh, y'all can listen to diverse forms of music and appreciate different genres of music without chastising particular genres. And uh, thank you for joining the chat and uh, do check us out uh, and make sure you check out our new video, Alyssa. You guys might like it, hopefully. Yes, we will post it to
0: the video uh, on the on the page uh, later after this uh, chat. So, uh, anybody Bye. else you want to shout out to, guys? Go ahead, Tenny.
2: Uh, I want to shout at each other. Hi! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> because we're meeting our pages. So, <laughs> so far from that... <laughs> Yeah, like. Apart from that, uh, just want sort to of thank everybody, man, who is tuning in and who's gonna check out the video after. So uh, it doesn't matter which uh, which country or which which part of the world uh, you're from. I mean, if you're a metalhead, you always support um, other metalheads, other metal bands, uh, metal music in general. Like always, metalheads, I think these days are pretty open-minded uh, to listening to a vast genre collection of metal. I mean. Back in the day we like, okay, thrash, yes, trash, only trash. <laughs> but like, dead metal guys like, oh, dead metal. But nowadays, like, we get to listen, there are like so many genres, like, easily over 300 genres of metal itself, like even more than that, I'm sure, in the world itself. So there are people who listen to metal from like, like personally, I listen to metal from like, like Japanese bands to like, you know, Israel bands to, um, Brazilian bands to Tunisian bands, German bands. I mean, like we get to hear music from like all around the world. So <laughs> even like even India. Come on, come <laughs> yeah, but what I'm trying to say is no matter where we are coming from, there is something to learn from each other. There's something to appreciate about each other's cultures, music, music styles. I mean, even the country, to language, even. Uh, oh. Like sometimes language doesn't become a barrier. So, same way, even cultural or like ethnic styles of music, when you collaborate to metal, it becomes so unique and beautiful sometimes. So, uh, give a listen to our band because we represent sri lanka and like we have elements of sri lankan like traditional music in it um, so like rhythm for sri lankan like touch uh, so give it give it a go like listen to us and uh, if you like us please hit a like you know like and like comment comment and give your feedback to us like always write to us and like tell what you guys think about our style of message uh, pure Sri Lankan metal. So what do you guys think about it? Just let us know, and uh, that would be great. And if there's um, same like any bands you guys would like us to check out from your country, please come and just let us know. to hit us up. You know, we'd that love to cool play way. with We're you all, guys. All open.
4: We'd love yeah. to play with you guys. We'd love to have you guys play over here. So let's start building bridges now instead of burning down bridges. Because I going to say during this COVID time and this crisis. Listen, it doesn't matter whether you are Metallica or Cannibal Corpse. It doesn't matter whether they are mainstream or underground or what genre of music you are right now. We are all equal because this pandemic uh, does not discriminate no against race or <laughs> status or whether you're rich or poor or whatever class you're from, right? right. So, uh, like Tenny said, art is, art is a beautiful thing. Be open-minded. Uh, finally, it's about expression and all of us express art in unique ways and different ways and uh, you don't have to love everything you hear there are there are there's stuff out there that you won't like that's fine but at least give something a chance before you decide you don't like it I think that is very important um, and I think we have to all of us in the metal community we need to uh, not just talk about being united. I think that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and that's a fast right now because everyone around the world is like Boo-hoo-hoo. let's think about harmony and humanity and let's come together and hold hands and our pinkies and all that bullshit. I think realistically speaking, the music we make and we share amongst each other, especially now in a digitalized world where we have instant access to music. It's not like those days, Chandra, no, where we have to stand in line and wait for a CD or you have to order a CD. You don't know whether you'll ever get it. Uh, You you stand in line and wait to buy a concert ticket. Uh, We are living in a beautiful age where everything is instantly accessible right now. So, um, let's guys all together use these new platforms and devices and uh, let's figure out ways to reach out to more people who would appreciate Extreme metal and heavy metal and hard rock and what we do. Never mind, I think it's time to put this bullshit aside of thrash versus death metal and, you know, progressive versus psychedelic and all those things, because that's one thing about stigmata, that I am loud and proud about. We don't stick to a style. Yes. We go as pure Sri Lankan metal so that we are identifiable as a brand. But if you listen to our music, we have so many styles as Channa would tell you. So many styles from, from, from world music to fusion and Latin and even Tenny was talking about it to, to reggae parts, to classical, to blues, to uh, Middle Eastern sounding parts and baila parts. And um, that's the beauty of music, right? I mean, the, they say music is universal. Then for it to truly be universal, it has to be... Uh, a lexicon and a language that we will share with people and not be you know elitist about it so let's let's share more music let's be more cognizant and mindful how we can in this time uh, connect with people and reach out to people I think that's a very important thing that's a small message I wanted to give out to you about Yes. so uh
0: Hafi anybody you want to shout out to
1: Yeah, go and
6: no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks show. to uh, everyone who is watching and uh, who is gonna uh, share the video and uh, watch uh, the video after this live stream and also you can,
0: to- you can shout
4: out your girlfriends and anybody yeah huh? <laughs>
6: Thanks and
3: for saying friend.
4: that, Channa, because these three yeah. are going to get into a lot of trouble if you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. boys, that's. What's <laughs> this, this is where you'll give a shout out and flying kisses.
6: <laughs> I think this one sort of can shout out too. I think she will.
4: Hi,
2: you. So I wanna, I wanna thank my uh, mom, my uh, great uh, grandma, uh, grandma. <laughs> uh,
3: no,
2: your great
4: grandma? Your mom, you didn't even know your great grandma. What are you talking? I know. We are talking about the <laughs> 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 Anybody
0: you want to shout out to?
5: <laughs> uh, I want to now thank everyone.
1: Now's the time, brother. <laughs> uh,
5: everyone who supports us and uh, everyone who watched this interview. And yeah.
6: <laughs> That's it.
0: Okay, guys. Uh, Teni, Suresh, Tisara, Hafi. I like to thank you guys for for joining this uh podcast today uh uh I'm uh, you know and making you know I'm really when I saw the last your your last performance video I'm so amazed that uh, you have you guys have grown so much and the industry has grown so much in in Sri Lanka uh and I want to shout out to anybody watching from Sri Lanka you know, I didn't
3: know any of
0: them. yeah <laughs> uh, anybody watching the, the feed from Sri Lanka uh, you know you can subscribe to the channel because we, we uh, support a lot of artists in the region so you can uh, listen to their one-on-one interviews here and uh, so Suresh, Tenny, Tisara, Afi, Stigmata so I wish you guys all the best uh, uh, yeah, good speed so thank you guys Thank, Thank you
4: for having brother. us, Majan. Thank yeah, you man. actually. Appreciate it,
2: Majan. Shout out,
4: out to you. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, out, out to you. bro. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: And Thank you me, know, bro. you
4: know, and you know what, son? We'll have a special gift for you. Uh, that new song we told you about that no one is supposed to know about. Yes. We'll make sure that you are one of the first people in the world who gets it before anyone else. How do you like that?
0: Yes, we can, yeah. Send it to me. Once it's
4: done. Once it's done, right. we're sending it to you, bro. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> thank so, you for everything, brother. Well, thank
1: you, you everyone you for care, watching. Bro.
0: This is uh, Stigmata. So uh wait for the official video to go out. See you, see you guys soon.
1: Hey bro, okay. thank you very much.
6: Thank you. Thank you.